Welcome to Rav Shalom Arish's Amuna class. This is our 34th class. We are so excited to be here. Thank God everything is ready. Thank God in the studio in Yushalayim, Irakodesh. I have the pleasure to be sitting here with our wonderful guest. First time in our Yushalayim studio, Jodice Joseph. It's a big Hello. simcha. Thank Thank God. And we have a schuss to have Rav Dian Elgod back in the studio with us. We missed the Rav while he was busy with all the great, wonderful Pesach preparations. And we're so honored to have him back in the studio with us. We want to thank again all of you for tuning in on our weekly Amuna class. We had a little break thanks to Pesach. And now we are here dedicating our Amuna class to the success of Jodice Joseph and his new bride, Mazel Tov. With friends, with family, and team, our special guest in all. He should be blessed in everything. Amen. 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 We also want to give a big blessing to the full healing of Tovalea Bas Rifka and Gedalia Sanyarachmel Donil Ben Tova Basha. And we want to be rid of this Corona challenge, which you believe is still going, and all have a Rafua Shlema. We appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes and to the Rav's Muna teachings. And we shouldn't forget a good Chodesh. Chodesh Tov, Mavorach. Yes, and share Amuna Global, everyone. You've got the links. Get it out there. You guys tuning in. Let's make this a historical class. So first, we're going to say thank you to all your appreciated feedback and questions. And to remind us all about the Rav's Amuna coaching, which you can find his exercise and workshop. And hopefully we'll get to that today. We want to say now straight to the feedback to Darabar HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Breslov Israel for having one of my favorite artists. This was just before Pesach. Aiton Katz on today sharing big time. Chag Pesach Sameach. That was obviously before Pesach in reference to Rav Aiton Katz class with us. We also want to say Kavod. Harav, oh, he said he's saying this, Harav Goldsmith, apparently, that they said that Jonah Yal from Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv is born in UK. Where can I find Sherim Tel Aviv? And they said that in either English or French, so I sent them Tel Aviv Inspired. There are some organizations. They enjoy the few enthusiasm and simcha of the classes. Then we have some Spanish, which I'm not going to say. But I'm going to try. Beraja, Parala, Fanina, Lustig. Yeah, so this he says, he's saying, Kasha uh, Basamech. Once again, this is all Erev Pesach. People were very happy with the last class of Eight and Cats. And you can catch that at class number 32. Lave, this is number 33. Or should I forget? 33 is Gal to reveal. We're going to be getting into that with Lagbaume, the same letters as Gal. And that's a very important um, point that we need to remember that we are in our 33rd Amuna class. Would you believe it? That's how far we've come since we started these classes. Amazing. Another one. Baruch Hashem, thank you for the great class from Avorosh. I have a big issue next May the 6th. Can you please pray for me? My baby's Oded and Daniel depend on this. So we'll, we'll say a quick prayer before. The Rabbi Yonatan Gal is definitely missed in English, but we do, thank God, have a lot of his classes already up, and you can keep um, going over those 15 classes. And when he came in the studio with the Rav, and hopefully we'll have him come back again soon. Thank you so much today. I feel myself with gratitude, joy, and laughter. Thank you so much for the recent Rav Oresh short clips joys and jokes video yes we have those short clip videos we've been putting up a lot of them recently and just to end off we want to say this is the first class weeks of spheres omer thank you rabbi ellie goes yes i did have the merit 
to be the first person to teach him after Pesach and do the first English class and happy to have the DHC back and the Muna classes back. So important for our times. Thank you, Rebel God, for bringing us back the DHC today. And we're going to be going into Ben Amla Chavero, respecting a fellow man. And we started off with respecting the Kohanim, which is great for which me. Which is great for you. Since yes, Cohen, I'm yes. a Kohen. <laughs> anyway, enough about us. Let's get into our wonderful followers and questions. Is the Rav here? Is almost, he's coming in a moment. Thank God. And we have the pleasure now to introduce our special guest, Jodice Joseph. Please introduce yourself. So hello everyone, and I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to Breast Love Israel. Thank you for the Rabbi and Diane for having me so pleasantly next to you um, during this class. Um, so it all started, my journey into Judaism, my journey to be in this spot right now, all started at the age of 11 for me. At the age of 11, I found out I was Jewish. Before the, before the age of 11, I didn't even know I was part of this beautiful religion called Judaism. Long story cut short, my mum came from a religious family and she wasn't connected for a while and she left, she left the Jewish community and she decided to keep it away from me and my siblings for, for a long time for her own reasons. And when I was 11 years old, I'm the oldest sibling, she told me and my siblings, she sat us down and it went all quiet and she said, I've got some news for you. And she told us that we were Jewish. And from that moment on, my whole life changed. Not only did we get told we were Jewish, we got told we were going to move over to a Jewish area in, in the UK. I'm from the UK in London. And I went to a Jewish school called King Solomon. It was quite a secular school. And I was kind of connected to my Jewish identity, but not really connected. And I was trying to fit in. And I spent so many years, so many years trying to fit into other people's what other people wanted, what other people thought of me. I spent so long trying to be someone different because I was mixed race, because I was black and Jewish. I didn't really know where I would fit in. And as I got older, I was so convinced, I was so obsessed with trying to meet other people's needs, trying to meet other people's needs, that I started to struggle later on when I was 17 with mental health. With, I really struggled with my mental health. And I reached an all-time low and I didn't really know who I was, I didn't know where I was going. And in my darkness, in my darkness, I had a deep realization that I can go on to do such great things. That in my darkness, in that depression, in those times that I didn't think I could do anything, I realized that I could do good. As I was getting better, I realized that I saw life, I saw the world in a completely different way. I saw the world with, with Kedusha, I saw the world that, that I could make a difference. I wasn't just here to, to mess around, to just be in a materialistic world. That I was here to actually make a difference to the world. And ever since the age of 18, since, I, since I'd come through those, those bouts of depression and those tough times of my mental health, I've gone on and that has been my mission ever since. My mission since then for the last six, seven years is to make a difference to people's lives. And I started a motivational speaking company at university where, I gave where, where we went into schools and gave uh, many talks to young people. I spent the last few years dedicating my life, giving talks across the country in the UK to youth and to young people, helping them realize how great they are. My mission in life, what I truly believe, and I, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys believe this as well, is that every single person has a unique piece in this world, has something unique to bring. 
what I always like to say is when we say Moda'ani in the morning, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but at the end of Moda, Mo, at the end of Moda'ani, it says Emunatecha, the Chaf at the end. It says your faithfulness. And I have a question. We, w- we wake up in the morning and God's given our soul back to us. And we're saying thank you to God for your faithfulness. So shouldn't, we, shouldn't we be saying thank you, God? I have faith in you. But instead, we're saying thank you, God. For your faithfulness in, in me for waking me up with the khaf at the end and this is to show that every single person that wakes up in the morning has god has faith in us and he brings us back alive he brings he puts a soul back into our body because he truly believes in every single person on this earth and i've made it my mission to make a difference to other people to re- help people realize how great they are and no matter how low or you didn't know you were jewish or how low your life experiences are no matter how dark you feel, no matter how many times in life you feel like I can't keep going, that I'm going through a tough time, no matter how many times in life you feel like you can't go on anymore, those darkness, those times are the ones that are going to propel you, that are going to get put you into a direction where you can help others and you can be truly well. And that's why I think it's such a beautiful, it's a beautiful shidduch, all of it, I'll say right here, is that we're here today and the fact I'm engaged after all of what I've been through a nice beautiful religious girl is just is just testimony to that's beautiful Yehuda. Thank you. Thank you. beautiful beautiful Thank introduction you. Yeah, this just to have the rough here thank you Shalom. Shalom. Wow. unbelievable we made it here today we thank Hashem Every single week, Ellie, special Ellie, gives us a prayer. Ellie, we special people, Baruch Hashem. We want to come to the Rav, Baruch Hashem. As you can hear from the intro, this is a unity and diversity class. We're really welcoming Jodeci, not only to our class, but also to Yushalayim. To begin hey, a Thank you. whole new level of, of life. We've got Russo who's with him today, and then please God soon a wife. Going to a great Yeshiva Chappelle's. We're friends with the people there. Thank God. And we're very happy to have you all here together. And we're looking forward to please God to go ahead with this class. Now we're all together, all of us, with the Rav. And we'll go into our question and answer, and we'll include Jodice also with that process. Please Thank God. You. Let's hear. Okay, thank you first of all very much. This is very nice being here with the English mob. So it's okay, it's the English mob, the Londoners, Essex, everything is going, <laughs> it's, it's coping very well. Uh, the first question for the Rav is a bit of a difficult question, but many people ask this question. If Hashem loves us, why does he threaten us with severe punishment throughout the Torah? It doesn't sound like he suffers when we suffer or wants our best if we fall. Why does he talk to us like this? And why would he want to afflict pain or even more if we don't do what he wants us to do? Loving father would not do this to his son. He would judge favorably. So why doesn't Hashem? Sholim Kanarav Sheila Shamanu Takfar Bekama Veriatiot Beavar. אם השם אוהב אותנו, למה הוא מאיים עלינו בתורה? למה יש עונשים? למה יש 
כאלה דברים קשים שקורים. וכי זו ההתנהגות של אבא שאוהב אותנו, שהוא מאיים עלינו ומעניש אותנו אם אנחנו לא עושים את רצונו? That's a very nice question. Very, very, אני שואל את השואל, I'd like to ask the person who asked this question, אם הוא אבא או אימא, לא יודע אם זה בגבר או אישה, לא משנה. If your father or your mother, whether you're a man or woman, הם לא נותנים עונשים לילדים שלהם. Do you not punish your children? ואם לא, לפעמים אומרים לילד שהילד אין לו דעת. Since the child has no knowledge, has no wisdom, he's not old enough for that. For example, we do not hit our children whatsoever. But, but if it's something that's dangerous for him, And if he doesn't manage to understand that this thing is dangerous for him when we try to explain it to him, it also depends what age. There are ages where the child will only understand if you give him a small hit to explain to him that this is something dangerous for him. Only then will he understand. ויש לילד יותר חכם, אז הוא יכול להבין, אבל יש לו עץ רע. A child who's smarty, he can understand, but he has a dark side. ואז אני, אנחנו נותנים לו עונש, אם אתה תעשה את זה, אתה תקבל עונש כך וכך. And then we punish him. If you'll do this, we will punish you like this and like that. וגם אם הוא עושה דברים שהם אכזריים, And if he will do something that's cruel to his brothers, to his friends, also in such cases, we have to punish him to deter him from being cruel. בקיצור, אני רק רוצה לתת דוגמאות שפעמים כן אנחנו נותנים גם מכה, גם עונש, עוד לפני שהוא עשה אפילו. In short, I gave examples that sometimes we will give a child a small slap, we will punish him even before he does it, in order to prevent him from doing these things. כן, אנחנו עושים את הטובה שלו. Because we want his better good. עכשיו, כמובן שאני תמיד... Now, I always give a parable to explain the difference between a child to another. It's also a parable that will explain the difference between one to another compared to the Creator. A child that has no wisdom, has no knowledge. When he gets slapped from his father, he hates his father. He curses him. A smarter child, 
When he gets slapped from his father, he understands that his father did not slap him for nothing, so he feels a great sorrow that his father had to slap him. But he doesn't hate his father. And there's even a smarter child that understands that when his father slaps him, he's doing this for his better good. He's also not happy <laughs> from getting slapped. But he knows that his father loves him. There's even a smarter child that when he gets slapped, he's happy that he got slapped. Because he knows that when his father slaps him, it's only for his better good, and it's worth his while getting slapped from his father. His father's slaps only bring him closer to a better life. And that's why he's happy with the slapping. He says, thank you, Fir. There's a child who's even smarter that he doesn't wait to get slapped from his father. But every day he judges his soul, seeing what he can amend, and then he makes sure to correct everything that he does in order not to get slapped by his father. So first of all, I'm not coming to insult the person who asked this question. But if he was a child, with a mind in the parable that I just explained. He would know that the Heavenly Father does not just give punishments, He only loves us. He only wants to bring us to our good and our true purpose and essence. That He is all only good. And that everything is only for the better good. And there is no bad or evil by Hashem whatsoever. And the whole Torah is only sweet and honey and good things. And it's worth His while being my friend. <laughs> And he learned to reach this wonderful and beautiful wisdom and knowledge. Amen. 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 Wow. He's new, he's new here in Israel. He told us the story how he discovered that he's Jewish only 11 years old. Wow. 
So since we, yeah, if you have a question, please feel free to ask. Let's go. Yeah. So, so today's talk is uh, the, the theme is all about diversity. My dad is Nigerian. Is Nigerian. He's not Jewish. He's from Africa. And for a long time in the UK, I there are some some circumstances where I experienced racism um, in the Jewish community. Um, what would you say to people? who are of different races within the Jewish community who don't normally fit the, the Ashkenazi stereotype and they're, they're different, they're from Africa or India. What would you tell them to, to help them feel confident in, in, in kind of who they are? And what would you tell the communities around them to help them feel welcome? גזענות בתוך הקהילה היהודית שבה הוא גדל באנגליה. והוא שואל איך הרב היה מציע לומר לאנשים שהם קצת שונים, שהם לא מתאימים בדיוק לסטריאוטיפ הקלאסי של הקהילה, איך להתמודד עם גילויים של גזענות, של שנאה, מה הם אמורים לעשות כדי למצוא את עצמם? <laughs> Certainly, it's worth their while coming to our yeshiva. <laughs> with us, you'll be accepted with hugs and with kisses. Anyone that comes, we accept him with love. But after all, then you didn't have a moon of faith. Now you have a moon, you have faith. If you would have had faith then, you would have understand that Hashem put you in this place. And even though you felt discrimination, which is completely something which should not happen. It's a disgrace. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev writes that the main essence of tshuva, of repentance, <laughs> is when a, is a person hears that he's being disgraced and humiliated and is silent. Oh. <laughs> If a person has to realize that in order for him to atone for the things that he did, for him to cleanse himself, for him to merit, Sometimes he has to go through certain things. Yeah. I would never want to be the man who these bad things go through me. But unfortunately, there are some people who do not have that merit. And these things, unfortunately, go through them. And they're the vessels. But whatever happened with you, everything is from the heavenly realm. And everything is for the better good. So even though you did not know this, and you had more grief and anguish by going through this, because if you would have known this, you'd have no sorrow whatsoever. Hmm. 
Even that, everything was measured to the exact measure how much sorrow, grief, and anguish you should have had in order to allow you to come close and to reach the place that you're standing at now. Now smile. I want to just mention to the Rav that Jodeci has tremendous ability to be mashpia, and even the Rosh Hashiva and Mashkir, who he's hardly met, Bechlau already told me when he came to Yishalayim. So we're very excited. You can not only that he's Baruch Hashem learning Torah, but he's able to give over. I'd like to bless you that you have lots and lots of success and help from the heavenly realm. Lots of success to help Amisrael. Amen. 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 Have another question? Yeah, another yeah. question? Ken, Ken. So in London, I did a lot of work with youth, giving hizuk to youth with mental health, confidence, self-esteem. And just before I came to Israel, a month ago, about a month and a half ago, one of the children, not I worked with, but one of the kids in the schools, ended their own life. And this is very, very sad. It's a very, very difficult thing for the whole community. So my, my question to you is, for those youth, for people in those situations, there's so many people in the world struggling right now, and they don't, they're at a point where they don't want to be in the world anymore. What, what do you say to these people? in those situations because you have to be delicate like sometimes you just want to say it's all in the hands of Hashem but then it's like sometimes they can't hear that because they're in such a dark place so what do we tell people that are in such dark places where they can't see any light what would be your advice to these people and, and how to look after their friends if they're in the situation <laughs> דיברתי על ביטחון עצמי, על הערכה עצמית, על לעזור להם עם התמודדויות של בעיות הנפש. לצערי הרב, אחד מהילדים, לא ילד שאני מת, ילד מהקהילה, החליט, רחמנא ליצלן, ליטול את חייו. והשאלה היא, איך, איך מתמודדים עם אותם בני נוער שמתמודדים עם הקשיים הללו, שהם לא רוצים להיות בעולם הזה, איך מדברים איתם, מה אומרים להם? כי מצד אחד, אם אומרים להם שזה הכל בידי שמיים, הם יכולים לחשוב שאולי זה זלזול, ואולי זה רק יכול... לגרום להם להגיע למקומות אחים, איך מתמודדים עם הבעיות הנפש שהן כל כך נפוצות היום בקרב בני הנוער? אז בני הנוער עוד אין להם דעת. People who are adolescents do not yet have knowledge or wisdom. It's like a child who gets slapped and he hates his father. That is their level. לכן בכלל לא מדברים איתם שהשם הוא טוב, שהשם הוא עושה הכל לטובה, והם לא... That's why it doesn't even speak to them about the fact that Hashem is good and everything he does is for the better good, because they won't understand what we're talking. אני מדבר איתם רק על עצמם, שהם טובים, ושהם אהובים, שאני אוהב אותך, התגעגעתי אליך, וואי! We need to speak to them only about themselves, that they're good, that they're loved. We need to tell them, oh, I love you. I missed you. Oh, you finally came. I'm so happy. I want to take you on a trip alone. 
אם אתה מרגיש מישהו שבאמת כבר אומר לך שהוא לא טוב לו בחיים וזה, If you already feel someone that says to you that he's not feeling good with this life, you have to invest in him in order for him to truly believe that you love him. You can't say to him that Hashem loves him. That's not his level. But when you say to him that you love him, and you prove it and you invest in him, and you give him, you give him presents, and you do things for him. At a certain stage, then you can tell him, I love you, you know why? Because Hashem loves you. Because Hashem gives me this love that I love you. That's why today I was happy giving that parable with the children. Because always when I speak to people, I manage to feel what is their level. שבא אליי מישהו מתחיל לספר לי שרע לו בחיים ויש לו איסורים. When someone comes to me and tells me that he has such a bad life and everything is going bad for him and he has such anguish and sorrow. עכשיו אני לא יכול ישר לדבר איתו עכשיו. אז אני אומר, וואי, ככה אתה סובל. I can't start speaking to him about אמונה. I go to him. What you're suffering, I emphasize with his feelings. ככה אתה עובר. What, this is what you're going through. וואי, כמה אתה סובל. Oh, how much are you suffering? אני עכשיו בקראת... אני אעשה הכל בתפילות, ואני רוצה לעזור לך. I'm gonna now pray for you, I wanna help you. אתה מבין, אני לא יכול להגיד לו עכשיו... צריך להרגיש את הבן אדם, איפה הוא אוהז. I need to feel the person. What is his level? נכון, מה שדיברתי על הדרגה של הילד, האח החם, שהוא בכלל... True, the things that I spoke about, the level of the child who knows that everything is for the better good and he only says thank you for all the difficulties and anguish that he goes through his life, of course that is a true and high level. But one has to work in order to reach that level. Can I ask him? Yes, yeah, pleasure. Part of Gormor. Um, wow. I just want to say thank you very much for that parable and, and I, I hope to take what you said and to give Chizuk to, to Meod more young people. Um, I, per, on a personal level, I think, I think a lot of people struggle with this as well, but I struggle with sometimes low self-esteem. You know, trying to be perfect, trying to meet everyone else's needs. You know, try telling myself things that are negative sometimes about myself. And I know that I'm a, I know that I'm a soul, and I know that I give talks on it. I know that I'm a soul, and that I sh- I know, I'm per- Hashem made me, and, and things like that. But sometimes you just get these these negative thoughts that come in that you're not good enough, that you should stop what you're doing, that you you're not lovable, and things like that. What would you say 
what would be like a, a message that you can tell yourself out? What can be a way to overcome low self-esteem or negative self-thoughts? It's on the same theme, you know, as I was saying about the kid who ended their life and, and the people who have depression and, and, and things that they think about low of themselves. How can we overcome this idea of, of, of beat our, beating ourselves up and telling ourselves low things? How can we move forward? <laughs> אפילו שאני נותן הרצאות ואני מחזק אנשים, אני כמו הרבה אנשים אחרים סובל לפעמים מתחושה של נחיתות, מתחושה של חוסר ביטחון עצמי, מרצון להיות מושלם, דברים שאני לא מצליח להגיע אליהם, וזה דבר שהרבה אנשים חווים אותו. איך אני מצליח להתגבר על זה? איך אני מצליח להתגבר על התחושות האלה שתוקפות כל כך הרבה אנשים? אז העבודה הראשונה שכל אחד, the first work that everyone, כל מי שרוצה באמת, that every person who wants to come into the work of coming closer to Hashem, the first work, you have to work on happiness and simcha. And, and I'll explain immediately. Truly, every person in the world has to work on happiness and ensemble. But we're speaking now specifically about a person who wants to work on coming closer to Hashem, to the Torah, to the mitzvahs. The first work that he has to do is to always, always be happy. Why? Because until a person comes closer to Hashem, he's going to go through many difficulties, many downs, many trials. When a person doesn't have the wisdom and knowledge to be happy in all the situations that occur to him in his life, he falls to sadness, to self-accusations, he persecutes himself for things that happen to him. Being happy at every single situation, knowing that you need to be happy, irrelevant to what happens to you, that gives you self-confidence. Why? Because feeling that you have no confidence means that you're not happy with yourself. You have to invest on working daily, on a daily basis. Also learning the wisdom and the knowledge that's behind this. And also praying for this. Pray, praying for this lengthy. Don't pray shortly. 
explain, elaborate. A person needs to decide like this. I'm far away. And I'm going to be far away for a very long time. Because coming closer is not an instant course. It doesn't happen that way. It's not a course for being a quick Messiah. <laughs> It takes many, many years to come closer. So a person needs to tell himself, what, until I reach those levels of being so close to Hashem, what, I'm going to be sad all the time? I understand that the path to come closer to Hashem is a very long path. And on the way, there are downhills and barriers and difficulties and failures. And one can fall down. The Gemara says that a person cannot really comprehend and grasp something from the Torah unless he failed it first. That means a person should know in advance that he's going to have everything. He's going to have downhills and failures and difficulties and obstacles. So it's like a parable. Imagine I say to someone now, you want to come now to live from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim? You need to know you're going to have roundabouts and turning around on the way. You're going to have traffic jams. You're going to have barriers and roadblocks. You might even have a flat tire on the way. A person says, no, I want to drive and I want to come from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim quickly without any problems whatsoever <laughs> so i'll say to him stay in tel aviv don't come to your <laughs> when a person knows in advance that this is the path this is the road he knows it right hashem also knows it right so what does hashem want from you that you should always be happy <laughs> Hashem goes to you, Hashem tells you, I have no grievances against you. I know you're going to have places you're going to fall down and obstacles and difficulties, but I know that's the path. I have no complaints whatsoever. And I'm happy with you. 
Because I can see that you're continuing to follow the path. So a person needs to tell himself, okay, if this is what Hashem wants, that I'll be happy, so I'm going to be happy. Because every single thing brings me closer on the path. On the path are uphills. On uphills I come closer, right? But they're also downhills. And if I don't want to go downhill, I won't be able afterwards to climb uphill. I'm giving this like a parable, simplifying it as a parable. This is what it means that a person needs to know the path. And then he knows this is the path, I'm always happy. A person that accuses himself, that blames himself, it's all a lie. Why? Because that's the path. So everything on the path on the road is going to start blaming himself. I'm happy. And I'm going to learn from what happens to you, what I need to learn. I'm going to do tshuva and repent. And I'll pray. And sometimes I also fall asleep. <laughs> and I fall asleep a lot. As long as my desires are always to do what Hashem wants me to do, to progress on the path. When a person has this simple knowledge and wisdom, then he will succeed, he will achieve everything. Because the reason people don't reach their goals because they blame themselves for things that they're not to blame for. Wow. And they're always sad. So what do you want? You want a speedy course to be Messiah? You want to do something that's impossible? That's the path that all the righteous and pious people followed all through the generations. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev testifies about himself that everything that you go through, he went through. Smile. <laughs> yes, we have to smile. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of good feedback, I have to say, on yeah. the YouTube, Facebook, a lot of friends from uh, Jodeci, and also Rafi Kotler reached out. He, he loves your questions. Thank, thank you, Rafi. Yeah, Eric <laughs> My gave boy. some love. My boy. And we've got Yoni Gabali. Remember Yoni Gabali? One of our <laughs> most beloved <laughs> guests. He says, Shalom from Yushalayim. Jasimcha. He's giving us lots of love. And uh, someone wrote, great live and great teachings. Thank you. And someone else asked a question. If I am happy enough, can Mashiach come from the world? And does it only take one person to bring Mashiach? 
האם זה יכול, האם משיח יבוא לעולם בגלל זה? האם זה לוקח רק אדם אחד להביא את המשיח? החלק הראשון, אמת לאמיתה. The first part is absolutely true. אם אדם שמח, if you're happy, הוא כבר לא מכיר את המשיח. Then you're really not holding משיח back. You're bringing משיח closer. But asking if Mashiach can come, there's a private Mashiach and there's a general Mashiach. To reach your private Mashiach, you can reach it like many righteous people reach their private Mashiach. If you'll be happy, you'll reach your private Mashiach. Wow. <laughs> but the general Mashiach, that is already things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is judging whether he should, whether, when he should come, how he should come. It's not a problem for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring Mashiach right now, this second. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu has his own, his own calculations, what is good. for the people. Hashem created the world for people. The people here in this world, in the darkness, they will find and they will reach their essence and purpose. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can now take the curtain down and everyone will see Hashem. But then that means that the people that have not reached that level through their own work, they lost a lot. Kodesh Bochwe has patience. That's why we're having this shir now. So the more people will learn the books that I wrote, they learn how to do an Avis Borodus every single day, they learn how to be happy always, and they'll merit to reach their own private Mashiach, and they'll reach their purpose and essence through work. All those who want Mashiach now were saying, we don't want to work. We want you to bring Mashiach now without any work whatsoever. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he has other calculations. He wants some more people to hear this share. And to order the books. And to work. Okay, so we're getting a lot more questions, but we're going to have to save those for another week because thank God it's been already a good, positive, quality class. Oh, wow. Maybe one more question from the people who write in. Is there anything there that they're uh, well good? Yes. This is, uh, this is also a, a relevant question to what we're speaking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also a relevant question to what we're My brother has been falsely accused... of violence, of violent behavior. How does one deal with false accusations? מישהו שואל, האשימו את אח שלי בהאשמות שווא של אלימות וכדומה. איך אדם צריך להתמודד כשמאשימים אותו על משהו שהוא לא עשה? זה נייס קווישן. הכל מתחיל באמונה ונגמר באמונה. Everything starts with אמונה and ends with אמונה. העונש הכי גדול זה שאדם חושב 
The greatest punishment that a person can have is when he thinks that what happens to him is not the doing of Hashem. It's these people, these evil people, they're accusing me for no reason. But faith says that that is what Hashem wants. And when a person knows this, He's not busy at all with people. He's not busy with hate. He's not busy with cursing. He's not busy with, with vengeance. He's only busy with Hashem. Hashem, you did everything. And everything is for my better good. First thing, let's say thank you. And the second thing, I certainly want to understand what you want from me. Because this world, the way it deals is measure per measure, quid per quote. Maybe you speak Loshon Hora, you say bad things about people. Maybe you persecute other people because a person who speaks badly about others he persecutes others so start searching what you're doing maybe when you were up there on the top you disrespected people you persecuted people in short, you need to know, you have here now dealings with Hashem. If you search, really search, what is the whole dealing that you have with Hashem? Why is this happening to you? And especially if you say thank you for what happens to you, everything will turn around 180 degrees into your favor. Smile. <laughs> wow, so we're wow. coming to a conclusion for our 33rd Amuna class. Wow. It's important to remember that that's a girl <laughs> with revealing that during the Sphera there's a lot of revelations and especially Jodeci joining us on this Thank special you so class. Much. Yeah, it was a real it's honor amazing. to have you here, Jodeci. It's amazing. Thank you. And the yeah, energy well, from the people. Guys, and amazing. Thank God this will grow Beautiful. this class. Amen. And this will just be the beginning of our relationship. Amen. We give a thanks and a shout out to Mordechai Ben Avram who made the introduction. Yeah, yeah. And also Nathan Black who made the introduction for me to, to Mordechai and how you know all our friends are helping us, all students of the Rav and connected, Baruch Hashem. And we also go ahead with the 34th class of a special guest, a neighbor from us, Moshe, Rav Moshe Pelstein. Yes, I think the Rav is, recognizes him. He'll be coming by, please God. And then after that, Rav Moshe Weinberger Schlitter will be hosting a special Zoom class from New York. And please God, after that, potentially, Rav Huawei Jacobson, talking to Charlie Harari, there's some big opportunities to really grow this class. There's some wonderful speakers. And also, back to the music. We already had Yoni Gabali make appearance over here. Mendy Weinrebs also reached out. We have a lot of musicians who want to come back. And please God, you guys can send us more musicians. Bring us your friends and your guests. And you can sponsor, please God, an opportunity to bring us to your communities as well. Not just as a Zoom, but maybe, maybe in person. Is it maybe? Arab Efshan in Sawada Shama, Efsha. Yeah, that we need a lot of tefillah. 
But we can definitely do a Zoom from here that we've proven already. We've been by Toronto, we've been by Miami, we've been in New York, and we'll be in New York again. Please God in London. Here London, we are. yeah, there's so much we're going on in London. London. There's <laughs> a lot of boys uh, from London tuning in, and I'm sure some ladies as well. And Baruch Hashem, everyone's saying it's been amazing. Someone's studying Pirk Alvis. That's correct. That's what we yeah. study during Sphera days. We'll be hearing more about that. Please God from our DHC. We want to thank the Rav. Maybe we'll end off some words from the Rav and Jodice, just a little bit of chizik before we go into the rest of the week. And please God, a beautiful new Shabbat, Tazria, an opportunity okay. to really grow on our work on our Debor and how we speak. Please God. So let's hear some words. Yeah, so I just want to say, first of all, like, Rav, it's been amazing. Thank you for your kind words. And just thank you guys for, like, for the translation. Unbelievable. Your translation makes it accessible for everyone. Thank and you. thank you for an amazing host. And to everyone at home sitting there, if you're sitting there and thinking, you know, life's tough. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what my purpose is. Just realize how unbelievable spe special you are god loves you i love you like you are unbelievable and if you're sitting there feeling down this talk I, this, what the rav has said and what we've really spoken about and what, what i my whole mantra in life is that you are innately unique and special that is my mission that is what i want to share to the world and that's what means world and whenever you feel like you are they say they say two things and they, the the torah says something amazing they say a Sadiq falls seven times. And they say someone bad trips seven times. What's the difference between a righteous person falling and a bad person tripping? Is that when someone trips, they blame the thing they tripped on, they blame the rock. But someone of Sadiq, a righteous person falls, they fall and they get back up. You are all Sadiq and you're all righteous people. And when you fall in life, when you fall, you get back up and you get back stronger. And that's why I think one of the main messages, what the Rav has been saying today, is that we, we have to have simcha, we have to be happy, even though we fall, we have to get up with strength and happiness, even though our life can be tough. From my experience, we've all gone through tough times. But you're all unbelievable, and I'm, I'm really grateful to be here with you guys. On my, my own life journey, it's been a miracle that I'm even here today. I'd like to strengthen you. You need to know. I said today to someone who told me that he has anxieties. I said to him, are you a father, right? Our Heavenly Father is at least a good father like you. Do you love your son? Our Heavenly Father loves you. Will you only do good things for your son? Our Heavenly Father will do only good for you. You as a father will never do anything bad to your son? Our Heavenly Father will never do anything bad to you. That is not faith. That is knowledge. That is wisdom. That is understanding and knowing this. Repeat this all day long. My Heavenly Father loves me. I'll only have good things. Only good things will happen to me. Nothing bad will ever happen to me. Yeah, I must. Yeah, Zach, 
ממש להאמין, לדעת שזה האמת. And be strong to repeat this and to know that this is the truth. ואז יעשו לך כל השקר והכפירות שהם העצבות והחרדות והפחדים. And then all the lies, all the heritism, all the dark side, which are the fears and anxieties, everything will disappear and go away. And everyone needs to know, your father loves you, always. Only good will happen to you. Only good will be in this world. Smile. Oh, that's it. What a unity and diversity class. Amuna, going global. Amunalive.com, Bezla.co.il, get it, make it bigger, guys. We'll be seeing you, please, God, another week. It's not so long. And in the meanwhile, we have lots of classes coming up with the DHC and myself, Gedalia Fenster. Please, God, some guest classes. We're always welcoming uh, collaborations. And, of course, all the rubs, the beautiful Amuna clips, which we'll be putting out there on all our platforms. And it grows and grows. Please, God, join, share, and keep being with Amuna. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for watching, everyone. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you.